What's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, so you know it's Power Rankings Day. If you have not been able to tune into Locked on ACC, well, let me tell you, we've got a show for you. AJ Black from Lost on Boston College is in the building, and he is going to tell me who the top five when it comes to the ACC football rankings there are doing really well, who is in the bottom five, and then we might have a little fun towards the end of the show because I'm sure there's some spice that AJ is going to add to the conversation. Let's do this. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, Locked On ACC. Thank you for making us your first listen. We appreciate you coming in. It's available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Again, I have AJ Black from Locked On Boston College joining me. AJ, I hope you've had a pretty good start to your week. I definitely have. It's uh, getting to be fall down here, and uh, it, it it seems like it went from like summer, like two weeks ago, <laughs> where it was like eighty degrees up here, to yeah. Now I get coats, and I can't can't wear my shorts anymore i'm freezing all the time but you know it, we're getting closer to college basketball season for me i know if this is locked on acc and bc doesn't play in acc hockey but college hockey's around again so it, it's, go. it's good it's good yeah are you the type of person who wears shorts until the very last minute or are you kind of like a pants guy you know when it's time to put those away I am a shorts guy. I like <laughs> I like the freedom. I don't know what it is, and I have a hard time putting it away. But Nick, I, I literally go from, you know, where, my day job wearing like khakis. And then always it's so it, during the summer for me it's shorts. Spring yeah. it's shorts. Fall it's shorts. Winter it's it's pajama pants. <laughs> love that I comfy love pants. That. I'm all about comfort. Oh, I am team comfort. I have whenever that whenever I have to put on jeans, I'm like, okay, does anybody not understand that this is so like I don't even know the last time I've had to do buttons. Like it's just not me anymore. But every time I go to these games, I'm like, okay, I have to find these booties or like these heels. But lately, I've been like sneakers. <laughs> so I have to tell you a funny story. <laughs> Please, I was I was in the press box for the BC NC State game. Yeah, and I, this is my second game I've gone to this year. Two out of three. And, um, you know, I dressed, I, I, I like to dress. Okay. So I had like a college shirt on and khakis and whatnot. Right. And the BC guys, you know, they're, they're a sports information, about, dressed to the nines all the time. Shirt, They're in like suits and everything. The yeah. NC state guys, I, I'm not kidding you. We're in cargo <laughs> shorts, college shirts, and baseball caps. I'm like, okay. Interesting okay. choice. <laughs> not what i'm used to seeing but we'll yep. make it work yeah, whatever <laughs> raleigh's pretty lax but you know that was also a interesting game that i want to get your a few takes from as we always have you here but let's get right into the power rankings all right we always talk about the top five then we go into the bottom half and then we round out the show so let me get those top five starting with number five this week for acc football so number five for me uh is uva We'll push them okay. up a little bit. Okay. They sp spanked Duke. <laughs> and <laughs> it was not even close. And, you know, they are a very one-dimensional team. They can put up a lot of points. And, but, hey, their defense shut down Duke. And that was my big question last week was, can Duke hold off and, and like, hang in there with just Mateo Durant? And the answer was clearly no. Yeah. Um, now the, the you know Brennan Armstrong, I still think is one of the best quarterbacks. He had 364 passing yards. They they you know they did everything they needed to do. 
Um, so UVA, I, I thought earlier in the season they were going to be one of the better teams. They showed it again. In an inconsistent ACC, they'll be my number five. Listen, I love that they're still in the coastal fight, but I also feel like for that other team that you mentioned going blanking and having no points, no good offense, getting themselves in the way, I have a hint of where they find themselves at this week's power ratings. (laughs) All right, number four, who we got? All right, I'm going to keep Clemson at number four. And I I watched the Syracuse game, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, I still do not – I don't know what is going on with that offense because they yeah. look even worse than they did against BC. And now Tony Elliott's out there crying about NIL being the reason why – you know, making the season really hard for them. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> like he, he said today in his press con- – or yesterday in his press conference that NIL is making the season really hard because the players are all distracted. Um well, wow. maybe maybe getting an offense that actually utilizes your six five monster of a quarterback so they can actually do something, but their defense is still the best in the ACC. And as bad as that offense is, and it is putrid, their defense is really good. And I think Clemson is going to keep winning games. I don't think they're going to win this week. We can talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know when you play a Syracuse, when you play a Boston College, when they play Louisville, you know they're going to win those games. Yeah, and listen, when you talk about taking shots, like I literally see DJ on Dr Pepper commercials all the time. So I'm wondering if you know Elliot is taking a shot at his own QB, which is crazy because nobody else has really had that nil negativity talk. You have not seen that, and I'm surprised. Right, I thought it was going to be a little more amped up, but I think guys are just letting it roll. But to have him kind of be vocal about that is disappointing because at the end of the day, when I see what's on the field, that's X's and O's. That ain't got nothing to do with these backdoor deal. Like, are they not? reading the playbooks as much like what are yep. you trying to say by insinuating that i would love to know and you gotta imagine you know clemson's out there battling for blue bloods on, on the yeah. recruiting trail you you gotta imagine alabama you know nick saban saying we're not gonna complain and, and complain to the media about this you can come here and make money you know yeah. what i mean and Absolutely. that's not that's a, not a good look i gotta imagine I mean, Dabo is very <laughs> he, he closes ranks pretty quick but i gotta i gotta imagine he wasn't very happy about that comment I'm sure he got a phone call when that was said and done. All right. Number three. Number three is Pitt. And I am okay. so, I, I am a Panthers fan this week because I want to see what they can do against Clemson. Kenny okay. Pickett has been atrocious against Clemson the last couple of years. <laughs> and I love Kenny Pickett. I think yeah. he's, he's he's worked himself into, you know, quarterback one, quarterback two talk for the draft. Mm. but he's going to have to beat Clemson's defense. It's going to be a fun matchup. And I think, but I think pick can do it. And I'm really pumped to see like, can they, can they do this could be the moment that Clemson is like really dethroned. Like if pick goes out there and just mops the floor with them, which they have the talent to do on both sides of that ball, that really could, you know, really take them off their pedestal. And I, I think, you know, this could be the year that Pitt establishes themselves as the best team in the ACC because I kind of think they are. No doubt. Listen, all week we've been talking about whether Kenny Pickett was a first rounder or not. And if you have a game to circle, whether we can prove that this is going to be the game because you're going up against a top defense in the nation and Kenny Pickett has been falling. Cannot take that away from him. But we had arguments all week. So Monday, Kenton said that he was not a first rounder. Tuesday, JJ said that we can't really, he can't really best evaluate. But now AJ, I want to know what your thoughts are towards Kenny Pickett because I think he's the best quarterback we have in our conference. He's definitely the best quarterback in the conference. 
the the question right now is he like quarterback like two or three in the country because mm. you know there aren't you don't have the Justin Fields Trevor Lawrence's of last year like you don't right. have you have you know Matt Corral at Ole Miss who's good you have the um the kid McCall at Coastal Carolina again good mechanics but like is Pickett better than them you can make that argument yeah and so I'm not ready to say he's a first round pick yet. You go out there and you and you smoke Brent Venable's defense and show that you can read their defense and they're not going to phase you. You're in that talk. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. And you know, I think that if the conference was doing better, he would get more spotlight and get more attention. But nevertheless, like he definitely has had his name out there. All right, number two, who we got? NC State, who made a statement okay. on Saturday. Um, they did good play both sides of the ball. I mean, I was there live. I watched it happen. Um, that third quarter, I mean, they put the, they put the wood to BC and, and were able to show like, Hey, we're a better team than you. Um, what really impressed me with NC state was their defense, their cornerbacks beat the crap out of BC's wide receivers, um, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the game. They just, you know, there was a touchdown by Trey Berry that, you know, a, a cornerback just smashed the ball out of his hands. There was an interception that was caused by a cornerback just laying out a BC wide receiver. So mm-hmm. they out physical BC. Uh, Devin Leary, again, good. I don't think of him as like an explosive quarterback, but he did right. a nice job of managing that game and getting them down the field to to and to wait us to win. They won on all phases of the game. They were a good team, and it's going to be between them and uh, Wake Forest, I think, for the ACC Atlantic. Yeah, and I was reading your article on SI.com, and you're talking about, well, should we panic about Dennis Grossell? And I would love to hear a little more about that now that I have you here in front of me, because honestly, what were the expectations? If you think about it, he's doing okay, but did we put him a little too high on a platform because he beat a Mizzou and he stayed close in the Clemson game? But, I mean, frankly, he's not Phil. That's unfortunate because we kind of need it. Yeah, I mean (laughs) – the Boston College fans are just like they've—they're proving that they're every they're they're, um, every other college team fan base. And I'll get to—I'll get to this whole conversation in a second because I don't want to be redundant. Sure. Because we get to the bottom half, and I'll—I'll I'll, I'll talk about my Eagles. So oh, we'll save okay. that conversation for a little bit. Okay, number one, who we got? They were—they had a bye week, but I'm going to stick with Wake Forest. Okay. Um, okay. It's definitely still the best until someone beats them. They're going to stay at the top. Are by the end of the season, will they be number one? I mean, I've been wrong all year, but I'm gonna say no. Um, they have a tough game. I, you know, they're playing Army, and Army is when you play a service academy, those games get weird because the service <laughs> academy, especially Army, they have the ability to just yeah. suck the, the life out of the, any sort of tempo that you have sure. and can really control the clock with their like soul draining drives that they do with their triple option so that you know be luckily for wake forest they got two weeks to prepare for this because on defense it's a whole new thing you have to figure out how to stop the triple option it's gonna be a fun game and it's a good test for them i think it's a good one to watch yeah and it's not the first time they've been battle tested so i definitely feel like they'll have to step up to the plate in big ways and hopefully they can get it done and keep rolling now i want to get your thoughts on the bottom half of these schools because clearly there has to be a couple teams that can't quite get it done and that's i'll do that right after i remind you guys about prize picks the safe and easy way to create your best college fantasy 
College Sports Daily Fantasy. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less when you use this award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks allows you to do mixed sports entries where you can take over and do a Kenny Pickett bet while also doing a Sam Howell entry. It's all for you and how you can make it work. All of the users that deposit and use their promo code receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code Locked On. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projection, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry whether it's just you versus the projected numbers. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code locked on or go to the app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I'm joined here today by AJ Black from Locked On Boston College. He gives you all that great news when it comes to the Eagles, and he is going to give me the bottom half of our power rankings. Make sure you guys listen every single Wednesday as we do these great rankings to figure out who is who and what should be done with these schools in this football season that is slowly but surely coming to an end. I cannot believe it, but there's clearly a bottom half of week seven, so let's hear it. AJ, who we got? All right, so I I got a stunner at number 10, and I think a lot of people are going to hate me Uh-oh. for this but i'm going with bc <laughs> at number 10 right now okay oh um, okay. And here's why i i looked at the rankings i looked at what people have done and boston college hasn't shown it yet mm. they have four wins again a good win against mizzou which shows each it goes by eve every week and it looks less and less impressive but they're zero and two against the acc yet now to be fair they played a very good defense in clemson and nc state is very good Right now, they are not near the top of that conference. And as you said, Dennis Grossell has been a challenge. He hasn't, but he he's playing like a backup. Um, you know, and they got beat, they got beat bad by by NC State. Now, that being said, that game was weird. If you watched it, it was weird because it was like, okay, so NC State scores on the weirdest touchdown at the beginning where B, mm-hmm. BC's cornerback had perfect coverage on him and NC state's wide wide receiver basically grabs the ball off his butt and scores. <laughs> I mean that fluky kind of fluky. Okay. Yeah. You have BC's punter. Who's been great all year. Just drop a punt again. Weird. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, there's a touchdown by Thayer Thomas where BC's wide receiver uh, cornerbacks, you know, overcommitted that that was a mess, but it was, you know, BC played well that yeah. first half. They were right there. They left points yeah. on the board where they could have had the lead. Sure. That third quarter, they fall apart. Now that a lot of that is like everyone loves Jeff Halfley, and I totally am on board with that. He's a young coach, mm-hmm. and it's been something that has hit him. And he even admitted it today at his press conference. Like yeah. that's something he needs to work on is making sure the wheels don't fall off when things like this happen. And yeah. they, they, it happened and he had no answer. Um, so that's something he needs to work on as a coach. And that's okay. Cause like we all have to grow and that's yep. where it's at. Um, I think this weekend will be an interesting matchup for Boston college. We'll get to that in the third segment. So I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but I think right now BC hasn't shown anything and they need to show a win. And this weekend against Louisville will be a big one. Yeah, I appreciate Coach Halfley for having that honesty and that self-reflection because I think that ultimately is what makes a good coach and why he's going to be better for these guys in the future. Especially, I mean, week seven, you can already say, like, hey, I need to approve. There's still time. <laughs> Plenty of time to get it right before the season ends. All right, who we got next? All right, number 11 is Syracuse. And this is okay. not a knock on the kids. Um, I thought the, I thought Syracuse did a nice job against Clemson. Yeah. Dino Babers lost that game for them. Okay. Plain and simple. 
Yeah. I don't know what he was doing at the end of that game. Right. You know, they had every opportunity. They have the best running back on the East Coast in yeah. Sean Tucker, and they go and instead try to kick a long field goal to tie it. They could have easily have just moved the ball. Yeah. Um, that program is a mess, and I don't know if he'll be back. I mean, they just lost Tommy DeVito. He entered the transfer portal. He was their biggest recruit in like five years, and he was a complete disaster for their program. He never figured things out, um, and he's gone. And now they're going to have to deal with Garrett Schrader, who I haven't seen much from. Um, I don't think they're very good. I like their defense. I credit to that. And Sean Tucker is going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, but they're one-dimensional. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with them. Yeah, I agree. I think it's about that time to hang it up. It's really unfortunate because I'm very much hard on and I love, you know, Dino Babers. I think what he represents is amazing. But at the same time, like you, you got to give me something to work with here. Like I'm, I'm in I'm in here fighting for you and you're not helping me. So when it came to that Clemson game, I said, whole fourth quarter, you're stressful. I please don't give it away. But it's almost as if you enjoy losing by three points. because so that was the third game in a row that they yeah. lost by three. Exactly. And it's just mind blowing because it was very, it's a winnable game and you want to beat the teams that you, on paper, they tell you, you have no chance against. That's how you keep your job. Right. And unfortunately yeah. he didn't do that at all. All right. Well, who we got next? There's still we got some Florida parts. state. <laughs> We're keeping Florida state near the bottom. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to give them more respect until I see them play somebody. And they're playing UMass this week who BC beat not handily, but they beat them out of the game. Dracovic went down. Yeah. They're a 35 point favorite in this game. They had a bye week, so they should be fine. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not buying it on, on FSU yet. And until I see more, they're going to be down there for me. If you str- if you see them struggle, are you going to keep them in the bottom? If they dominate, can you give them a little more love? Oh, absolutely. I okay. if they go out there and smoke UMass, which you should do, um, <laughs> I I could move them up. I think they could okay. definitely move up. But this is also the team that lost to Jackson State, so Jacksonville State, excuse me. So uh, we just I'm, I'm talking to you as a Massachusetts born and bred guy. <laughs> yeah. If UMass beats Florida State. I will never hear the end of it because they're going to make that into their Super Bowl, even though it's FSU and they're on a down year. UMass has nothing. They have nothing up there. Um, And, you know, they had that awful game a couple of weeks ago against UConn where battle between two teams that were terrible. (laughs) If they somehow turn that around and beat Florida State, they should – uh, erect a monument for Walt Bell, their head coach on campus, because that would be the biggest moment in UMass football history since yeah. they've gone to the FBS. God, you would hate that that happens, but it definitely could. You never say never with this bad boy. And there's yet and still a team worse than that. So who we got? Uh, we got Miami. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we could talk a little bit about the UNC Miami game okay. and Miami blew it again. And they had the chance at the end, I believe, correct? They absolutely had a chance to win that game. It was just, if not for an interception, Miami would have won that game. Um, so, you know, winners win, losers lose, and they lost. They're now two and four. I, I don't know. They're playing <laughs> NC State this week, and it's a three-point spread. I mean, if you're going betonline.ag, that seems like easy money on NC State if, if yeah. it's me. But um, I, I see them. They're They're two and four now. Two and f- I I can't see a way that they're not going to be two and five after this week. And you're starting the season off two and five with some real heavy hitters coming down the the the, the pike. I have I've sound like a broken record with this. You know, at two and five, I don't see how Manny Diaz makes it out of the season. I just don't. Really? 
Yeah. I mean, they got there's a possibility this team goes like four and eight. Yeah. Um, and he's not, I mean, he's not the right fit. Yeah. I mean, mean, maybe they give him another year to see if he can figure it out, but I just want him to finish the season. Like, just let him finish. Oh, I I mean, mean, I'm sorry. I mean, he's gonna finish the season. Okay. I I don't know how he comes back. Oh heck no. Like if they bring him if they bring him back, Miami just chooses suffering. Like that's just what their thing is. Mm-hmm. I, I can't understand that. But yet and still there's someone worse than this. So who we got? Oh Duke. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so sad. It, Cause it's not for lack of talent. It's not for lack of guys who have want to and desire to be do well. Cause clearly they're very smart, intelligent young men who go out there and train hard, blah, blah, blah. It does not resonate on that field and i don't understand well i understand why but it sucks that that's the reason why and it's because of coaching yeah i mean they they threw for 100 200 yards so i mean they got that but it was all a lot of it was in garbage time yeah mateo durant obviously couldn't do everything he ran for 82 yards but you lose by 48 points to uva that's that is shades of old duke to me (laughs) that's like duke that we all knew and remembered before the time of Daniel Jones, the time right. before David Cutcliffe really got things going. I mean, you know, sometimes you have a good coach and things just kind of run their course. Yeah. And it's time to move on. I think, it, yeah. I yeah. think it's time for Cut just to go get a Mai Tai at the pool and just enjoy <laughs> retirement because I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. You know, you can hang your hat that you beat Kansas and Northwestern this year, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. know. I think it's, it's I think it's time. No doubt. And I think it's not even about losing sometime. It's about how they're losing. Like the Georgia Tech game, they absolutely should have won that game. The yeah. Carolina game, like, yeah, whatever. You couldn't figure out your offense. But when you lose, when you get completely shut out, that's when you start to get frustrated because clearly you have the talent. You just can't drive consistently. And you get get in your own way. And your defense can only do so much. They're not talented enough to put you through games. Nope. This is not Clemson. <laughs> Yep, this absolutely. is not a Clemson that can make you look good. So I totally agree with that. All right, we got to wrap up the show here, but we're going to first make sure you guys are all set from a betting aspect. You know that we are back and better than ever with the new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for basketball and football action. Head to the new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and even UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is definitely where the game starts. All right, we're wrapping up today's show with AJ Black. From Locked On Boston College. And let me tell you, I want to know if you're hype about week eight. And if you are so, what are the games that you're watching and you're ready to maybe have some power rankings move up and down that, uh, what is it called? We call it the list. We call it the list. Yeah. I'm, so so the first one I'm going to look at is obviously BC and Louisville. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, This is a chance for Boston College, I think, to get their first win. And yeah. You know, Louisville has had, you know, when, when I compare the two teams, Louisville has a good resume of, of solid teams. They played UCF, they played Ole Miss, you know, they played some good conference games and they, they're three and three. So their record, I think, isn't indicative of what they would do in the matchup against BC. Right. However, Louisville's 
strengths and weaknesses, I think line up well with BC. Louisville's defense has been really bad. Their past defense has been atrocious. So this is the perfect game. We talked about Dennis Grossell earlier for him to break out and get some big passes to Zay Flowers. I like BC in this game. I know the spread is pretty high, but I think they have a chance to really shock some people, especially if they can slow down Malik Cunningham. I think there's a chance they win this and that would get them out of my basement. (laughs) <laughs> See, I really want to have confidence in Boston College. I think they can pull one out against a Louisville team that has been struggling. For me, the game that I want to see, obviously, is the Clemson-Pittsburgh matchup because I've always said DJ's going to have a breakout game. We just don't know when. But maybe it's now. I don't think so. But, like, maybe we'll figure it out. But it, I'm starting to lean more as the weeks are going on that this is just who they are. And that's really unfortunate. And then you tell me about Tony Elliott, and now I'm almost, like, convinced that everyone's yep. just off over there. So I wonder – I'm starting to think, too – is there a possibility that like we're talking already that Spencer Rattler is going to enter the transfer portal? Ooh, I okay. wonder if like DJ, he's a California kid. Like, is he getting, fr- I wonder if he's getting frustrated with the way the system's running and going, maybe out, you know, with the new the rules that he can just transfer anywhere he wants. Right. Like, Hey, I'm going to go play somewhere else next year. I mean, it wouldn't kill Clemson because they've got a million five-star recruits waiting behind him, but right. I just, I just wonder, like, maybe he's just like, this isn't the right fit for me because it's clearly not. Yeah. See, I don't know if it's like, for me, Spencer Rattler is more of an attitude thing than it's anything else. I feel like DJ is really committed to trying to get better. Maybe you're right. It's not the right system for him, but it's also, is he putting too much pressure on himself? Right. He's like, I have to be a Trevor Lawrence 2.0 or Deshaun Watson. You know, I'm like, maybe yep. you're just a Kelly Bryant. Like, maybe that's all you're, maybe you're going to be a great game manager and you're going to end up helping that team get back to its prowess and be the top of the line, but just not this season. And another team, or excuse me, a game that I want to be really mindful of is NC State Miami. Doran has never beat Miami. And I think that this is going to be the year that it happens, but it says a lot to if if NC State can just keep rolling and keep that energy that they've been bringing all season. Like, as you mentioned with that Boston College game, that was the most confident I've seen an NC State team, you know, in a long time in terms of not playing down, not having to scramble and like get a scrappy win. It was very much, okay, we are in control in this this third quarter and beyond. We're just going to seal it and we're not going to look back. Yeah, I mean, they played as, as a, a complete game as possible, like yeah. in all phases. I mean, they and running the ball, they weren't really all that great, but they were able to move the ball. They were able to stop BC and really limit them, and they 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 won special teams. I mean, right. you know, BC made that mistake. They they missed a field goal. NC State hit theirs, and that was it. That's all you yeah. had to do. And you play like that, and you play solid games where you're not making mistakes you're not shooting yourself you're gonna win a lot of games because Mm -hmm. that's what wins in college right you're gonna have spectacular teams like the clemson's and alabama's of old they're just gonna truck teams but good teams that are like that next tier you play with you know mistake-free football fundamentally sound football you're gonna be right there and so a game like miami a team that is all over the place right now that's a perfect game for NC State to set the tempo, set what they want to do, and just t- take care of business. Absolutely agree. AJ Black, it's always a pleasure to have you. I know football is your jam. I know that a little bit of basketball action might be happening next week, so I'm Ooh. prepping everyone for that. I know he's going to have some good rankings there. We're going to give top five. Wait, we- wait till you hear who's <laughs> the bottom of my ACC ranking. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun surprise. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow all of your work? Oh, of course. Uh, 
you can find me on locked on BC. I've been talking about Dennis Garcel for the last three days because it's the top, you know, our bosses say, talk, talk the hits. And that's the hits right now. And I get a lot of fans that really hate me because they call me a, I was called a, um, a, uh, Dennis Grossell stand earlier Ooh, today. Okay. Okay. Um, which I'm not, but that's okay. So check out some of my conversations. We have different guests on, I've had recruits on that talk, you know, why they're picking BC, all that yeah. good stuff. Unlocked on BC. Check out my work on my written work at bcbulletin.com. And I'm on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. No doubt. Always a pleasure. Guys, come back tomorrow. We have Locked on ACC with them Thursday action with Locked on Syracuse host Tyler Aki. He's going to preview week eight. I cannot believe we're already in week eight. So we're going to go over those games. Then get you covered Friday for some betting action with Drizzy Drake. And it's going to be fun. Freestyle Friday is always a good time. For Candace Cooper and AJ Black, guys, hope you have a great day. And until next time.